Yes, welcome back to How Did I Get Here? Of course, this is the show where we like to ask the question, well, how did you get here? It seems to be music month here on the show because we've got another local artist based right here in Perth joining me today. He's got two big singles out right now, the latest, Front Row. I'd describe it as an out-and-out banger. Uh, Edie, Edie is my guest today. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Let's start off right at the beginning. You know, how does music first enter your life? Uh... Probably through my parents, uh, their music. Yeah, right. So, yeah, a lot of Fleetwood Mac, Rolling <laughs> Stones. Uh, yeah, and I just, yeah, and it was also like my grandma used to sing me a lot of nursery rhymes when I was little. And I think that's, well, mum and dad think that's where I got the ability to sing. Musicality. Maybe in key and stuff because they're not very, well, my dad can sing. My mum, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, just all that music and then. Mm. Looking at, you know, those vintage vibes, you mentioned the Fleetwood Mac, the Stones, does that musical influence play into what you do now? Yeah, I think so, definitely. Like, I feel like it's impossible to it, for it to not. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, like, lyrically and melodic-wise. And also just, like, instrumentation-wise, I, I feel like I draw a lot of rock elements from those mm. influences. Yeah. What was your first instrument? First instrument was um, recorder. Hot cross buns, yeah. Guitar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember, yeah, it was about, I was kind of late to it. It was about 14 mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I really regret not learning to play guitar. And mum was like, you can't have regrets at 14. Like, <laughs> what? You can still play guitar. So I was like, oh, yeah, okay. So, yeah, that was my first instrument apart from recorder. Apart from the recorder, yeah. of course. For, for you as a student at, at school and high school and, and before, what role did music play for you? Oh, well, like, originally it was just kind of like something to help me study. Yeah. And I used to just play it while I studied. And then I got really into it during school when I was part of the choir and I was, I was very much a theatre kid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so lots of musicals and uh, I did a lot of drama. So yeah. I guess it all just kind of entwined yeah of course the student edge we love to hear about people's student lives you know how would how would you describe yourself as a student (laughs) I think I was pretty quiet but I think if you knew me well it's still now if you know me then I'm a bit more outgoing uh yeah you would have found me in the drama classes I didn't actually study music but yeah I because I didn't I wasn't much of a theory person so yeah, you saw me on stage <laughs> in the, in the theater. Was there is there a favorite musical you did at school? Uh, I did Legally Blonde, which was very fun. Um, I played like the best friend Paulette. Um, yeah, that was really fun, and we did Hairspray as well, which yeah, just the soundtrack to both were really cool. Is that? I think that might be the second cast member of Legally Blonde we've had on this show. It is Siobhan Cutchin. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Was that the same production? Mm -hmm, That's the same one. Yeah, that's we went to the same school. Everything connects, right? Yes. Uh, At at school, um, favorite, least favorite subject. Least favorite, probably the sciences. Right. Like I had, I had to do physics in year twelve, and I. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my favourite. Uh, my favourite was drama. Yeah. Definitely. Classic. Yeah. Finishing school, uh, you mentioned there year 12, you know, coming out of year 12. Was was music always the plan? 
Yeah, I think it was either I was tossing between music and acting. Right. Uh, so, yeah, when – so out of school I applied for WAPA mm-hmm. uh, and I applied for the screen acting and the uh, music artist course that I eventually got into. Um, so I was, it was always those, like, two loves, I guess. But I think ever since I was little I knew I wanted to be a singer yeah. and do music. And I kind of felt like because I didn't study it I couldn't go further with it, but – that's not the case at all. Like, yeah, the Whopper was really accepting of any level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so, like, looking back now, are you glad that you went down that music path instead of acting? Yeah, like, yeah, I just think that course that I did uh, really refined my songwriting skills uh, and everything, and I feel like I can still do acting also and yeah. mix it with music almost and, like, take on a character when I'm singing songs or, like, on stage. Always think this is an interesting story. Uh, the first time you ever performed live, can you tell me what that was? I think, apart from musicals, yeah. the first time was when I was 15 and I was part of like a little kind of music school and we had like a showcase night and I sang Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Classic. So, yeah. <laughs> And also, I think Pillow Talk by Zane. <laughs> Two different different yeah, vibes different there. Vibes. Uh, it was just acoustic guitar. Me, I was very nervous, but I was kind of the oldest out of a lot of little kids, mm-hmm. basically. Um, so everyone thought I was like, "Whoa, amazing!" Like, <laughs> so yeah, I think it was at Metro's Frio. Right. It was like they hired it. Um, all the parents and stuff came. So yeah. It's a big place to have your first show yeah, at 15. Yeah. Well, the Look, stage was really high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back on that, is that did that launch you on a, on a career of liking being on stage? And Yeah, Yeah, definitely, because I was so nervous. But then when I came off, I was just – I wanted to be back up there again. And mm. it was so different to acting and what I was used to. I became, like, so much more nervous because I think I wasn't playing a part and it was myself, uh, which was kind of scary. Like, mm. I didn't have a character up that I was – performing to it was just me so yeah that was scary blame me was the first track that came out last year nearly a year ago now Uh, can you tell me about the inception of this one where did this come from um it came from a big it's a very long story but uh yeah some older guy screwed me over with (laughs) (laughs) um yeah he promised this big band and stuff and then he just like dropped me right and i was like well well i'm gonna make you regret that you (laughs) (laughs) you did that so I think that whole situation really launched my music career because I was like no I have to take this in my own hands Mm. and rely on me to make it happen so yeah it was a bit of an angry song yeah um yeah but no regrets (laughs) okay it's, uh, you know, you always Google an artist or you look at their profile and there's a little genre applied to it. But it's it's hard question. Um, what genre would you apply to yourself? I feel like it's changed between the yeah. two songs. Mm. Like, first with Blame Me, I think it was very kind of pop rock punk. And now I think I've moved more into pop rock, maybe indie, indie rock. Um, but I feel like it still has that kind of 90s influenced rock. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. We'll get into some of those 90s influences mm. as we talk about your next track a little bit later. But, you know, th- there's, there's genre and then there's sound. What sound would you say is your is your goal? What are you after? Yeah. Oh, God. 
Spotify. That's a hard question. <laughs> um, <laughs> sound, like, ultimately, I just want, uh, like, a really, like, fun dance feeling kind mm. of, uh, I don't know, like, almost a nostalgic feel, uh, like, for, like, I was saying before, like, my influences and stuff, like, yeah. kind of, it's kind of, like, fresh and new, but you can see where I kind of get my influences, like, the rock and the 90s rock, um, yeah. Mm. You mentioned the influences there, but, you know, what would you describe as your musical inspirations? inspirations yeah. uh my biggest one is marina and the diamonds right, I don't know yeah. If you've, yeah marina yeah. now um yeah she was like through my teenage years was such a big like part of it and um just like lyrically and i guess yeah sonically she's just like a really big influence and she kind of ties in with, like classical voice with rock and pop so that's definitely a major influence. And then I think when I was little, people like Avril Lavigne <laughs> and <laughs> Gwen Stefani. And st- yeah, th- those kind of early 2000s artists were, I think, I don't like, at the time I didn't think so. But now when I look back, I was like, oh, I can definitely hear those influences in my music. Hmm. What's your process for actual writing? What, how do you take on a song? It kind of changes every time, but recently I've, I'm really into music videos. Um, so before I even write songs, sometimes I imagine a whole music video and a whole like story and plot. And then I'm like, yeah, this is going to be cool. And then I could just kind of writes itself in a few weeks. Like I have the idea, I have the inspiration and then I kind of think about it, let it sit. And it's usually like a line that sticks out or a title of the song, and then I kind of work on it more and it just kind of flourishes. Mm. So you'd say you're, you're kind of more driven by the narrative mm. of the song. Yeah, like the kind of the visual elements, like I kind of like imagining what it's about and the video that goes with it. Mm. I don't know why, like I just, I was, yeah, I used to struggle a lot. You know, I'd be like, okay, I have to sit down, do some chords, like, just, you know, write it down and now I'm like, okay, I'm just going to let, like, the feeling, like, the feeling <laughs> that a music video take, yeah, that I get from a music video, hmm. yeah, just control it a bit more. Speaking of music videos, you know, the latest track is Front Row, yeah, it's a couple, couple of months out now, but the video came out about a month ago. It's not your traditional love song. Uh, can you can you explain to us what this one is about? Uh, basically, <laughs> <laughs> this one is about kind of being in love with someone who doesn't know you exist. Uh, So say a celebrity or even someone that's not famous, I guess. But this one in particular song is about someone who's famous and just kind of convincing yourself that they would fall in love with you even though they don't know who you are. Uh, So it was inspired by a lot of fan fiction that I read when I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Could... Are you able to reveal to us who the song's about or is that a, is that a well-kept uh, secret? Ooh, no, it's not a secret. <laughs> it's about Harry Styles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's the one. Yeah. Look, he, he does crop up on your TikTok and Instagram mm-hmm, as I was yeah. searching through, so I thought, you know, that's, that's a possibility. Yeah. Uh, but looking at the video for this one, because I'm always quite enthralled by music videos, you know, it does start off with these classic kind of 90s rom-com vibes mm-hmm. as you were talking about. What was the process of making this one like? 
it was really fun because, yeah, I'm so into music videos uh, and having one actually come to life was mm. really cool. And me and my director, Steph, she, we just got along. We clicked. She also read fan fiction. She just <laughs> understood. Yeah, she just understood the whole vision. Um, so I really trusted her with it. Uh, yeah, it was super fun. Like all those rom-com date scenes were really fun and just felt like – just didn't feel like work. We were just kind of like – yeah. It takes a turn, though. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I don't want to spoil it, but, you know, I'll, I'll talk about, <laughs> yeah. you know, you, you're in these elaborate costumes and set pieces, uh, the actual filming of it, you know, was that like a good deal of fun or was it quite, you know, because it's a serious video. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was really fun. Mm. The One of the days was really long, so it was tiring, but, uh, yeah, it was super fun. At the end, it was we filmed in December and it was just so hot in there. Won't spoil, but there was candles everywhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was so hot. So that was like, yeah, a bit tiring. But yeah, overall, everyone was like super nice on set. It was mm. just, yeah, it was fun. Well, I feel like the reason I don't want to spoil it is, you know, because it's so shocking when yeah. it does when it does switch around. But you know, I guess the question is, how do you go about, you know, establishing and choosing that visual story for a song that's already been written? Um, I get this was kind of the same. I thought about the music video before mm. I wrote the song um, and I knew I was like there needs to be a plot twist maybe I'll wake up and it's a dream or something like that I was like no nah, that's not scary it's not like creepy enough because I knew the song was it's kind of a satirical song and I wanted to kind of really highlight the the creepiness of it yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah and I feel like that the twist kind of works yeah I know spending time here in Perth you you're always going to be coming into contact with other up-and-coming artists. You know, um, I know that you have been around a few friends of the show. You know, m- mentioned Siobhan Cochin there and Dice and South Summit. Uh, how do you think the WA music scene is unique to other ones? Unique. I Unique to other ones. I feel like everyone in Perth is just really there to support each other yeah. and really happy to... Yeah, it doesn't feel like a competition. I just... I feel like everyone's just really stoked and supportive with other local artists' music. Um, That's how I feel, (laughs) I guess. I I haven't been, like, intimidated or feel like it's some kind of race and you have to beat the other person. I don't know. I just feel like we're all there to really support each other and it's quite, you know, a small community, I think, compared to other states, Mm. obviously. But, yeah, I just think everyone's really nice. But then for a small community, there's so many great acts yeah. coming out of Perth, you know, and you, you look at some of the more commercially successful ones, like your Spacey James, yeah, yeah. there's so much coming out. Is there something in the water? What's going on? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just, yeah, and it's crazy, like Dice also, like yeah. just like getting out there as well. Um, and Siobhan, yeah, I don't know. Like, like I feel like there's something special about Perth. I don't mm. know what I can, I don't, I don't know if I can pinpoint what it is, but I just like, even just seeing stuff on Triple J, I keep, all, all these Perth artists and WA artists keep popping up. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Like, mm. Yeah. Looking at, you know, performing live, I know you've spent a little bit of time off stage over the past few years. You know, there, there was, of course, COVID, mm-hmm. but then, um, you know, there has been some time off stage for you. What's that time away from the stage, you know, away from live performances done for you and your music? Yeah, uh, I definitely think it's just caused me to kind of step back. Mm. Um and really work out what I want uh, sound-wise. Because, um, yeah, just before COVID, I was really keen to just start 
doing some live shows and then it was all shut down <laughs> and it's like damn it and I felt really lost but then like I'm just I'm grateful that I guess if I think I've changed a lot mm. and musically I think I would have sounded a lot different 2020 me um so yeah I think it's just made me focus on my songwriting and yeah making really good songs that I'm proud to kind of release mm. But then looking to the future, you know, is there any plans to go live again? Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's a big goal this year. Right. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm hoping in October some sort of okay. yeah, Put live it in your diaries. Show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's a big goal. But for you, you know, wholly as a musician, what's next for you? Uh, next, I'm going to record an EP. EP. Yes. Yeah. Can't reveal much, but... Can't reveal much. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm really excited for that, so... Yeah, hopefully that – I haven't recorded it yet, mm. but it will be soon. Um, and I'm keen to do another music video. I've got another idea. I've got yes. another song. There's lots, there's lots yeah. cooking away, I yeah. imagine. Yeah. But, you know, I know you can't reveal too much, mm-hmm. but looking at your goals, what do you want to try and kind of capture with this next project, with the EP? Um, uh, I really want to capture, like, growth and uh, I guess – I don't know, it sounds cringe a bit, but like finding yourself yeah, and that's yeah, not cringe. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, yeah. I want, kind of want to, yeah, capture that. I guess like post breakup vibes. Yes, so that's classic. The, that's the vibe that it is now. So yeah. <laughs> you know, before I do let you go, we love to ask a couple of reflection questions from everyone here. You know, over the over the years, you know, you've been performing now and. Playing music for a few years, is there something you've learned or something you might have changed along the way? Hmm. Uh, something I've learned. I I feel like for me it's just not trying to like pretend to be someone else. I guess that sounds a bit simple, but yeah. like uh yeah, I feel like I was so focused on kind of music that was not not pop music like I wanted to make something really refined and edgy and you know not pop music and popular music <laughs> and I feel like I was just yeah so in that mind headspace I guess and so now I'm just like you know what you can just make whatever you want whatever um actually makes you happy mm. yeah and you know you might have just answered this one there <laughs> but we we like to pose a hypothetical here to our mm-hmm. guess, you know, your fifteen year old self is sitting next to you. What advice are you giving her? Ooh, that and <laughs> yeah, yeah. What advice, my fifteen year old self. Um maybe speak up a bit more, like yeah. about things that you believe in. I think I was very quiet and timid and I didn't really want to make people upset or yeah, I was very like trying to impress boys a lot when yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was just yeah, it was a bit annoying, I guess. Um, yeah, so I just say, yeah, just just be yourself. Like, don't try and. I think I was so focused on trying to be popular or fit in the school kind of hierarchy, would you say? Um, mm, but yeah. once you leave, it doesn't matter. Like, you don't need to stress about it. <laughs> That's what I tell her. That is how you got here. You know, uh, before I do let you go, where can we find you, Edie? 
I can find me Instagram, TikTok, yeah. Ed, Ed Phone Home, like <laughs> Et Phone Home, <laughs> Ed I E. That yeah, is, that's yeah. it. Uh, you can find us Student Underscore Edge on Instagram, Student Edge on TikTok. Search us up Student Edge or How did I get here on YouTube and head to studentedge.org for all our articles, podcasts, deals, competitions, career tips, education advice, and much, much more. Ed, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much.